Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business with the breakfast huddle only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Danker. It's time now for Mind Your Business. You know, coming from a working class background with no safety net or connections to fall back on, our next guest's journey to the upper ranks of the business world has been far from glamorous. Back in 2002, our guest established Audience Analytics, formerly Business Media International, a company dedicated to furthering the potential of next generation businesses here in Asia. And despite COVID-19 pressures, audience analytics financial standing remains robust with a net cash position of 12.8 million Sing dollars. Now, the company is determined to continue expanding its ecosystem with a vision of creating a one-stop platform that services all of your business needs. So how did he do this? How did he achieve all of this? We'll find a little bit about his backstory as well as what audience analytics can do for you. On the line with me is Dr. William Ng, who is the Chairman and Managing Director for Audience Analytics. Good morning, Dr. How are you? Good morning, Alec. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you. I am very excited to talk a little bit about your background. But first, audience analytics. So you guys have a long history of creating content and brands. You are a business enabler in the region, quite a significant presence here in Asia. Give us a quick overview of the company. We actually operate across 14 markets, including mostly in ASEAN and of course in North Asia. We're actually in three business segments. We are in B2B media and events. We run trade exhibitions and we also do business impact assessment and recognition. Any chance we could talk clientele list, notable clients worth sharing? (laughs) Well, we have a wide range of clients. In fact, we always like to say that we have 75 out of Fortune 500 companies using our services. Yeah. You know, never easy being an entrepreneur. I'm sure you've had a lot of high and low points. Tell us a little bit about your journey in building audience analytics. Was there a turning point for you where you knew, okay, I've got this right? Actually, we've been in business for the past 20 years and uh, we have really gone through so many crises, not just COVID-19. We encountered a SARS outbreak, if you remember mm-hmm. that one. Yeah. Uh, we went through the global financial crisis and now we went through the uh, COVID-19. So throughout those days, we've seen so many of our peers and competitors collapsing during this crisis. Mm. The fact that we have not only survived, but also grown against each of this is really an obsession over the prioritization of our offerings and also in uh, continuous improvement. I think these are things that actually help a lot. Mm. Uh, Dr. William, with your experience, uh, do you ever get tempted, you know, you look back and you ask yourself, if you could do things differently, have you gone through that? If you could do something differently, what would it have been? All the time, you know, of course, all the time, right? If you know what we know today, yeah. I would have started very differently than you know than what we did 20 years ago. I think one of the first things that we need to learn is that business is not all that difficult. We really need to take care of our employees first and foremost. That was not in our mind when we first started. Mm. It was, of course, about chasing customers, getting more money in, making sure that we hit the revenue goals, etc., and so on. So it's always top line first. If you really have to start over again, if you ask me, it's really to build a team and build a strong team right from the start. Mm. We love a good story about how you know you rise above the ranks. And, and we understand that you grew up in a working class background. I mean, what was that journey like? And are there qualities there that you attribute to, you know, breaking the corporate ceiling that you've done with audience analytics? I think I grew up in a family where my both parents are working, both never gone to school. So I always believe that education is really the great equalizer. I think that's how we started our business. We began with magazines. Because I thought that if you can write about business, talk about entrepreneurship, 
it really be an opportunity to help others develop a learning culture, especially among SME owners. So I think that is very crucial. Mm. Let's talk a little bit about your business segments. I understand you have diversified your business segments. I mean, generally, before we dive deep into details, tell us a little bit about why and how you have diversified your business segments. Well, we started 20 years ago as an exhibition organizer. Okay. And then we encountered the SARS with the exhibitions and all the exhibitors were telling us we're not going to be standing in the public. It's a huge health risk even then. We absolutely needed something that to fall back upon. And that was then when we decided, rightly or wrongly, to go into the media business. So we started publishing a number of magazines, especially in the B2B sphere. So we started off with just one title, SME Magazine. And since we have grown into Asia, Asia we've grown into Capital Asia, etc. All regional publications. We now have strong database of, of businesses and so on. Uh, where else do we go? And that's how we started diversifying into other areas. We started organizing business awards. In recent years, we started doing growth analytics for businesses. So we help them understand their people. We help them understand their customers and how to use those data to their benefit. Mm. I mean, obviously, SARS was nothing compared with COVID, but we never knew that it was going to turn out that way. When COVID hit, right, considering that you've already done all these pivots and the diversification of business segments, would you say you were more capable of riding the wave then? I'm sure on the experience that we had in the early years helped, but even then, COVID-19 is a blessing disguise for us. Okay. For example, we began our digital transformation right before COVID in 2019. Prior to 2019, most of our publication were in print. Mm. But today, all of them are fully digital. We have launched five new titles, all digital first, uh, during COVID. It's also accelerated our digital transformation. One example is we now partner with Dow Jones to aggregate and distribute our news and contents globally. We didn't do that, right? It was all local and regional. Today, our editorial and design teams can work remotely 24-7, 365, anywhere in the world if so needed. I think COVID-19 helped us to realize what we can actually do. Right. Uh, we also recruit our assessment products, for example, to be fully digital. So our customers who used to be getting our products semi-manually, today everything is fully digitalized. I think COVID-19 really helped. Mm. So in a way, it's fair to say that COVID-19 helped you to do faster what you were already doing for the company. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Dr. William, let's talk a little bit about audience analytics business segments. Your business impact assessment and recognition segment, that is the largest segment in terms of revenue and profit. Could you tell us more about this segment? We do two things. One is we get companies to actually go through assessments that we develop internally. And then secondly, we provide companies an opportunity to win one of our awards that we organize. Mm. For example, we are the owners of the Golden Bull Award. We own a brand called SME 100. We also organized this program called the Asia Asia Best Companies to Work For in Asia for the past seven years. So very strong brands that we organize not just in Singapore, but across 14 markets across Asia. Mm. In your opinion, you know, why are these awards so important to companies? I mean, what's the biggest appeal to them? I think companies by and large have various reasons to participate in our awards. For some, it is about highlighting their achievements. There are many SMEs, for example, who are doing very well. But uh, we never get featured in a program like you know the ones that you're hosting right now. So our mission, therefore, is really to encourage these SMEs. While for the SMEs, it is an opportunity for the stories to be told. Then there are those who use you know the stringent process that we have in place to really test their readiness, whether it's their cohesiveness as a team, whether it's their ability to document their success, or to refine the business plans and strategies. But I think it is clear over the years that each of our awards have really become an icon in their own rights. 
they have become aspirational, if I may use the word. So much so that businesses, SME, social directors come to us and tell us that they have been benchmarking the operations, you know, to hopefully one day uh, win these awards. Wow, that's really positive. Dr. William, let's look at the next six to 12 months. You've got issues of inflation and recession in the background. You guys went IPO, I believe, last year. Tell us a little bit about how that plays into your growth strategies. I mean, bearing in mind all the white noise that's in the background right now. Right. I think moving forward, there are really three leaks to our growth. First of all, of course, it's organically. If you really look into what we have done last year, we grew our top line by 30% against the pandemic. In fact, our bottom line jumped 43% last year. In our line of business, that's uh, almost impossible, but we did it. And all this 100% organically. So the second leg for our growth is to really grow into new markets that we're not presently in. I think it helped a lot that we're already in 14 markets. And I think that helped really show us the pain that we went through last two years. I distributed the pain across the region. So I want to be able to share which market they're going into, but we are looking at the two new markets that we are sort of to enlarge our markets for all our products. The third that we're looking into is, of course, uh, strategic partnerships and acquisitions to tap into our database. In fact, now we have 400,000 database of business of all sizes. Mm-hmm. So what we really want to do is to unlock this database rapidly and profitably. Yeah, it's going to be quite an interesting six to 12 months moving forward for sure. I've been speaking right. with Dr. William Ng, who is the Chairman and Managing Director for Audience Analytics. Dr. William, really appreciate your time this morning. Take care. Have a great day ahead, yeah? My pleasure. Thank you very much. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.